Why not register your child for the Wizards District Gaming Youth Academy Virtual Summer Camp presented by Lighthouse? This virtual summer camp is a full-day eSports event that runs from 11 in the morning until 4 in the afternoon. Campers will work on a variety of skills and strategies that will put them in a better position to win. This program focuses on daily skill development, fitness, life skills, and feature exclusive virtual meet and greets with Wizards District Gaming athletes and executives. The camp is open to children ages 10 10 to 17. The program will be run in conjunction with Game Gym, an esports team and training center located in Rockville. Learn more information and register your kids at dcfamily.com slash whizdg. Here we go. Very special edition of Full Court Press. Yeah, we're counting down to the NBA restart with Glenn Consort, now joined by Wizards head coach Scott Brooks. I was just thinking about this. As we started on this journey through this period of time, we were talking four months ago. And now I just want to get your thoughts after everything you've navigated through with your team and in some ways maybe got closer to your team through Zoom meetings and so many things. What are some of your thoughts at this point with a game for real about to happen? Well, I think, Dave, uh, just uh, looking back and you just – think about it and it's like what a journey what a what a what a time that we had we had a lot of time together when we weren't able to be together and with all our zoom calls and then uh, some workouts in dc before we came down to orlando now we've spent so much time together i've loved my time with our guys we've had opportunities to have some great conversations in the mill room uh, in places that we would never, you know, spend time together. But we've done a lot of good work. I mean, we have a, a lot. We have a, a, a tough challenge ahead of us, but we put in a lot of good work on the basketball court. Scott, what have you seen um, over the last three games? Um, you know, obviously, uh, no Bradley, no Bertans. Uh, you know, throwing some tweaks in. Rui looked good. I mean, you know, some of your challenges. What have you seen? What have you liked? The biggest thing I liked is that nobody's making an excuse that we don't have, you know, those guys here. Uh, obviously, we'd love to have them. Uh, we're a much better team with them. But I, our guys are understanding that we got a job to do. We're going to go out there and compete. Uh, we're going to play hard, and we're going to play together. We're going to have some fun along the way. Uh, we know the challenge ahead of us. we got to make up a couple of games. But I like the fact that our guys have done that. Uh, Rui has shown uh, just taking another step in his development. His maturity, you know, Troy has done the same thing. Bonga has done the same thing. We've got guys down the, down the line. Is everybody has stepped up and played pretty good at times. Now we just have to do it all together, and hopefully that all comes together Friday night. Where, where does that DNA come from, do you think, with this team? Because that's not just a story now with no Beal and Bertans, but it seems like it's been the whole year with this group. There's no excuses. Is that, is that youth and the hunger to seek an opportunity? It, to me, that is a special DNA. Yeah, uh, yeah, we have some we have some guys that love the game that want to be uh, on the on the court. They love the smell of the gym, and it's great. I love coaching them. I love the fact that that, that they like that because it makes my job easy. Because all I have to do is go out there and and continue to coach and teach and and develop. And I think we're going to be good going into the season. We knew that there's a great chance that John Wall was not going to be able to play, and then we had a lot of guys that did not have NBA experience. We didn't know how good DB was going to play and how good he is as a player. He's not just a shooter. We knew Brad was going to take another step, but I think we've always had that mentality from day one that we're going to go out there and compete and get better day by day. 
Scott, to have the league, um, you know, be put on hold like it was uh, for that period of time, it's something that no one has ever seen. You know, I just wanted to get your thoughts on now that the players are back and you've coached a couple of games, you've not only seen your guys, but you've seen, you know, players from other teams as well. Um, you know, I, I got to believe in some cases it's, it's helped players. Uh, some players maybe have gotten better, like Rui and maybe Banga. And maybe just some of your thoughts on what it's done for some of these players. Well, I mean, Glenn, it's something that you, you went into the, the season, never, ever had this, that maybe this would even happen. Uh, you try to plan uh, a season long and, you, you know, you, you're going to have some injuries. You're going to have some things that just come about. But you, nobody ever thought that we would be going through a pandemic like we have and to cancel the season or suspend the season and then start back up four months later. But I think, I think the league has handled it well. I've seen a lot of good teams, a lot of good players. And, and you know, you, 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 when you're away from your team and you're only doing Zoom workouts and, and FaceTime and, and, and text messaging, you're not with our guys and there's no schedule, you, you kind of worry about that. But I think the league has done a great job, the coaching staffs and the – I know our staff has done, you know, a great job and our players have done a great job of – Focus on getting better. We can't control what was happening. All we do is can control our effort each day and our individual workouts and our group workouts, and now we're doing the same here. You know, we've, we've so many terms through this period that we never thought we'd be using, like social distance or, or, or whatever the phrase. And, and we use the phrase bubble now as just, well, they're, they're going in the bubble, the NBA or the NHL, or, or, or you're sharing Major League Soccer is right there in the same place uh, in Orlando. How would you describe to somebody what life is like living in a bubble? We talk about it. We know games and practices, but you had to have some apprehension before you got there. And, and now that you're there, what is life like? Yeah, I was I was worried. I mean, I was definitely worried coming down here and knowing the all the cases in Florida. But once I got here, uh, the NBA did a great job of really. Uh, mapping out a, a game plan and, and informing us before we even came down here. You know, some things always don't work out the way you want it, but we came down here and it has just been terrific. I mean, we're on the, the grounds of you know, the happiest places on earth and now it's the safest place on earth. Uh, so it's, uh, it's a great, uh, I'm really proud to be part of the NBA. They've, they've stepped up and they've put everything uh, in their, you know, their, power to make it safe for all the players all the coaches all the staff and all of us are abiding by the rules you know social distancing face mask and we're doing our part but it's a group effort I, I like the fact that it is collectively we're all in this together and very rarely you can go through an NBA season and have you know all 20 teams in this together obviously when we get on the court we're against each other but it's been great I, I, I actually love I actually love it here Scott, you, you look at your roster right now and you got so many young players. Um, you, you know, there's just a host of them. You got, you got Ish and you got Jan. Um, but for the most part, uh, this is a team of 20-year-olds. And, you know, they're going to be going up, uh, you know, it's almost like a, a third season. Um, they're going to be going up against, um, you know, some, some elite teams and elite players. 
you know, how do you prepare them for that challenge? Because, you know, you look at, you look at something like take Phoenix, for example, they got Rubio, they got Devin Booker, they got some, you know, elite players on that team. You know, what are some of the things that you want to see based on what you've seen in the first three scrimmages get better? Yeah. I mean, Glenn, I think I'm looking to find books about patience and I'm going to have to be very patient with, with our group and our group understands that I just told them this. I said, guys, we, we have a job to go out there and compete as hard as we can and play for your teammates and not worry about who's not here. Uh, let's focus on getting better. Let's do the, let's just improve every, those gains every day. And, you know, we're going to play against great teams. We're going to play against great players. And, and that's how you get better. You don't, you don't get better by playing against you and I and Dave and a couple of other guys off the street. You've got to play against talented players to get better. And our group is going to play against talented players and get a lot of minutes against those players. And you want to get faster. That's something you shared with me the other day. That's, that's a priority? Yeah, I mean, we, we have to give ourselves a chance. Uh, when you have a, the group that we have and, and, and half-court offenses, you, sometimes that's a delayed uh, improvement. But I, we want to get better in our half-court, but we want to make sure we get out and transition. We got a really some fast athletic players and we want to play fast and we want to play with quick decisions and not necessarily take, we don't want to take quick bad shots. We want to take quick good shots. And I think with our team's makeup, we can do that. Scott, does the philosophy offensively change? Um, you, you know, you lose Bertans, you lose Beal. They're elite three-point shooters. You know, the kickout game uh, with those guys is a little different than what you have now. Uh, it's almost like three-point shooting by committee now, which, you know, obviously can be very effective. But, you know, some of the things that you've had to incorporate with this group. Well, it's definitely different. I mean, we had Bertans as elite on top of the elite because he, I mean, he shoots nine threes in any given game. He can make all of them. He's that good of a shooter. And he, but I think what we have to do, we have to make sure the, the basketball continues to move with some quick decisions. You have the shot, shoot it. You have the drive, drive it. You have the pass, pass it. And do not hold the ball. And we're doing that and making the offense score for us. And we've done a pretty good job in the first three uh, scrimmages. And we're going to have to keep doing that. Our threes are going to have to be, you know, pass, pass, uh, extra pass uh, threes and not just uh, pick and roll coming off like Brad can do that. Brad's a great three-point shooter in transition. Uh, I don't know if we have that type of uh, three-point shooter on our team, but, you know, I want it to be the ball to be moved around the floor, sprayed all over the floor and make sure we're ready to shoot the threes when we're open. That being said, do you expect teams to – pack it in, um, you know, without Brad and with, you know, the spacing, the spacing that those guys brought was incredible. Yeah. I mean, that's the challenge of so far in the three scrimmages, a lot of the teams, all three teams played some zone. I mean, Denver did it by, you know, necessity where they didn't have any, any other players, but we're anticipating that we're going to be played zone against. And, you know, if I was coaching our team, I would play zone against us and make, make, make us prove them wrong. And I think we have the ability to do that. We got to play fast. We got to get into the paint, uh, and we got to share the basketball. And we've done a great job of that. And then we got to take care of the ball. But I think it's if we can do all those three th or those three or four things, I think we're going to give ourselves a chance to win. And you mentioned that you, you share the basketball and, and move it around. Uh, confident that three point percentage is going to go up. I mean, obviously, that's been a problem the first three games. But but Jerome Robinson and others will have opportunities to to make threes. 
Yeah, I mean, by moving the ball, sharing the ball, the, the game of basketball tells you who's open. And if that guy's open, you got to pass it to him on time and on target. you got to be able to make those shots. you got to step up and make them. You practice them every day. Myself and our coaching staff believes in all of our guys that take those threes. Now it's, it's just their job is to step in there and shoot them with confidence. And if you miss, don't worry about it. Make the next one. You know, Scott, you, you guys have um, been down there during, you know, the, obviously the pandemic and Black Lives Matter and, and this, all the social injustice issues um, that we're facing. Now that the league is starting, um, you know, a lot of players are still speaking out. Do you still feel um, what you felt before you came down there? Uh, absolutely. I don't think the players are going to stop. I, that we, we need uh, changes. And I think um, our players have a great platform. And I've had some great conversations with everybody on our staff, our coaching staff and our team. You know, we, we're together so much now, more than ever. We're in the mill room, breakfast, lunch, and, and dinner. And, and you have nothing but time. And it's a social setting because you want to, you know, you break bread and you have conversations. You get to know about each player, then you talk about the topics and the, that are in the forefront right now. And I think it's been great. And hopefully the league continues to participate in these conversations. Anything that's been particularly enlightening for you? I, I think for all of us right now, this has been such a period because of conversations we're having with friends. And in some cases, subjects are, are coming up. Friends have shared with me uh, experiences they've had that, that I never dreamt they could have had. Uh, anything in particular that you're taking is, is salient points out of this, this period of time that's, that's been a real teaching point for you. Yeah, you know, I've, fortunately for me, I was blessed enough to play in the NBA, you know, 30 years ago in the late 80s. And, and I've had, I've been around basketball my entire life and the NBA is obviously made up of, of, of 75 or 80% African-Americans. Uh, and now there's you no know, international players or, or late, more in the last few years, but we've had conversations for years. And one thing I've learned for many years is, you know, listen, uh, listen and, and, and help. And I, I feel that that's what we can do. Obviously I've been uh, white all my life. And, and I know, I know I've been around a lot of, a lot of players and a lot of different um, cultures. And I understand that, None of us um, have all the answers, but we got to learn uh, about each other by talking, communicating, listening, and, and listen with an open heart. And it's been a great experience for me. I'm looking forward to the next two weeks. I'm hoping that we can get into that playoff game so we can have more of these conversations. You know, Scott, I, I, just calling the, the, the scrimmages and, and seeing the action back again um, with all that we've been through with COVID and um, and Black Lives Matter and, and, and all that goes with it. Um, tell me how it felt. I mean, I felt just so happy to be calling a game. Tell me how, you know, you felt coaching and just seeing the, you know, opposing coach and the opposing players and your players, you know, back in, in you know, you're in a bubble, but now you're back in, in a micro bubble uh, of the game. Glenn, I missed it. You know, you miss, you missed the competition you miss the brotherhood you miss the camaraderie with the players with your staff and you there's nothing you can do and no matter you know, the 
you just miss it. And it, it felt so good to be back in the gym, in the locker room, even though it's a different setting. It, it stinks that there's no fans, but this is the best way we can do it um, at the moment. And hopefully, you know, we can get our fans back, you know, next season. But it's it's been great. Uh, I love the competition. I just love the – I mean, I – I don't like to play anything or do anything if there's not a scoreboard. And I, I like the fact that, you know, it's the exhibition games where the three scrimmages are over. Now it's for reals and it's going to be an opportunity for us to take the challenge and, and fight for one another and, and give Phoenix everything we have. Are you getting used to that environment with, with uh, no fans or, or how is, how is that going after, after three games? You'd be surprised not more technical fouls or, or just, What's your take of what is right now the new normal? I, I, I don't think – I mean, I don't think – I haven't gotten used to it. I don't think I will, and I really don't want to. I mean, I don't – I mean, I know this is what it's going to be uh, for the remainder of this season and, and the playoffs for everybody. Uh, but it's, it's definitely unique. I mean, I, it's, it's, it's very – it's tough at times. It's tough at times. As you can probably hear, the, the Florida weather right now is lightning and thundering and rain. Uh, but yeah, it, it's definitely tough at times, but it's, um, I think our players are handling it pretty well. Scott, you know, you, 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 we talked about the youth of this team. Um, you, you've seen Rui, um, Rui's jumped, he's jumped off the screen for us. I mean, just, it's just how he's played, but Isak Banga is such an intriguing player. Um, you know, he doesn't have to score. He, he still contributes. Um, he seems to have gotten stronger. Um, he's got a high basketball IQ. I got to believe he's a fun guy to coach. Yeah, I mean, Glenn, I, I love this team. I love the, I love the potential, the, the opportunity to coach this team. And, and Rui is just, I mean, he's just incredible to coach. He's just so uh, about the team. And then Bonga, I mean, he's, he's, like, he's like a taller version of Ish. He's never not happy. Uh, even I try to mess with them and try to get under his skin and it's, he's always with a smile and uh, great energy and effort. He's about the team. His spirit is always in the right spot. He's not about trying to fill up a stat sheet. He's just trying to play the right way. And he's just, I mean, he's just 20, 21 years old. And it's, it's been great uh, and to see his growth and his development, development the last, you know, three or four months away from the away from our team. And, and seeing him the last three games have been great. You know, and I think that says we wrap up here. Uh, if, if somebody asked me to describe the Wizards in one word this season, I'd say joyful, because that's what's been such a, a fun part uh, of this, this journey. Everyone just, it never seems to be having a bad day, and there's challenges, and that doesn't mean they don't want to win every game. So given that, you are with a bunch that everybody wants to be together. You want to extend this. You want to get in the play in, in the playoffs. Um, just bullet point is for us the, the things that have to happen for your team to experience even more joy in getting the playoffs. If you, if you had to, to have the priorities and list them to your team, we're going to get to the playoffs if we do what? Yeah, we, well, we have to stay healthy. I mean, we, we can't afford uh, any injuries because we have, you know, some players missing. We have to stay healthy. And I think we're going to have to take care of the basketball because that's going to give us extra possessions to score when we're not hitting our three-point shot. And it would be nice if we can hit, you know, 10 to 12 threes a game. We want to shoot, you know, 30 to 35. Um, we, then we got to play fast. And, but I, I love the fact that we have been doing that. 
but we got to somehow get some stops on the defensive end. We got to protect the paint. We got to be a little bigger around the basket uh, with, with um, TB and Mo and whoever's down in the game. But we have to be able to do those things in order for us to have some success. Well, my friend, we've come a long way since calling play-by-play -play of the shaving of your head. So now we've got <laughs> we've got a real game. Right. And she did. Oh, your daughter gosh. did a wonderful job on that. It still looks good. You're you're rocking it. You're looking good. Still. Yes, thank you. So. Appreciate it, guys. We look forward to Friday. We appreciate the time. You're welcome. Wizards head coach Scott Brooks and Glenn Consor, thanks for finding us on Full Court Press.